0: <laughs> rthk the news at 11 with andrew Sharofsky. tonight's headlines hong kong will resume quarantine free travel with the mainland this sunday travelers will have to take a pcr test in advance and fill out a health declaration form on arrival and in other news health minister lo chung mao says authorities haven't ruled out the possibility of tabling legislation regulating the buying and selling of medicine containing paracetamol Hong Kong will resume quarantine-free travel with the mainland this Sunday, with a quota system being put in place involving a number of checkpoints. Under the arrangements, about 60,000 Hong Kong people are expected to cross the border each day. Damon Pang begins our coverage.
1: According to the government, 50,000 Hong Kong residents will be allowed to go to the mainland each day via the Shenzhen Bay, Mankamto or Lokmachau checkpoints, and the same number of mainlanders can travel in the opposite direction. The quota at Long Machau Station is the largest, at 35,000. In addition, up to 10,000 people can travel by plane, by ferry at the Hong Kong-Macau and China Ferry Terminals and via the Hong kong Zhuhai macau Bridge. Hong Kong is returning to the SAR and mainlanders heading north will be exempt from the quota arrangement. Chief Executive John Lee says the border reopening signalled the return to normalcy.
0: My personal inclination is... If factors permit, I want to
1: allow a large number of people to go through because that has been the voice of a lot of people, both locally and overseas, wishing Hong
0: Kong to proceed to normalcy as quickly as possible.
1: Mr Lee said authorities on both sides will review how the initial reopening goes before deciding when to increase the quota and he expressed confidence that the local healthcare system can cope with an expected increase in COVID cases that come with the travel resumption.
0: Even though we have a high number of cases recently, we have already apparently passed the, the top of this wave. That means the medical service, having been able to cope, even when this wave has reached its climax, gives me the confidence that they will be able to continue to run the public health service efficiently and effectively.
1: As for the high-speed rail link, officials say it will reopen no later than
0: January the 15th, one week after the border reopening. An online booking system opened a short while ago for travelers to try to book a spot to cross the border. They'll have to take PCR tests in advance and fill out a health declaration form on arrival. Frank Jung with that story.
2: Hong Kong residents traveling to the mainland via the Shenzhen Bay, Man Kam To, or Long Macho checkpoints must make an online registration beforehand. Those who intend to leave the city in private cars via the Hong Kong zhuhai macau Bridge will also be required to sign up. The online booking system initially allows people to reserve slots from Sunday to March the 4th, and a new seven-day time slot will be made available every Sunday. The daily quota will be allocated on a first-come-first-served basis and each traveler can reserve spots for up to three other companions. Travelers will have to enter the ID card number and personal details, and then pick a slot and border crossing location. Successful applicants will receive a QR code that they have to show when crossing the border at the time reserved. They will have to provide proof of a negative PCR result obtained within 48 hours of their trip, and to make a health declaration on arrival. As for those coming to the city, The same booking requirement applies for mainland arrivals, but returning Hong Kongers do not have to make a reservation. Mainland visitors must reserve a spot through a system operated by the Shenzhen government.
0: Health Minister Lo Chung-mao says authorities haven't ruled out the possibility of regulating the buying and selling of medicine containing paracetamol through legislation. He said there's currently a stable supply of painkillers containing paracetamol on the market, although certain brands have sold out in some areas. The official added that the public health care system has enough paracetamol to last five or six months, adding that local manufacturers have complied with a request to step up production. And to the local weather forecast, becoming cloudy but dry with sunny periods tomorrow and temperatures in the region of 17 to 22 degrees, moderate north-to-northeasterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore. And the outlook... Dry with sunny periods on Saturday, but cloudy with a few rain patches on Sunday and early next week. Currently at the observatory, the temperature is 18 degrees Celsius, with that relative humidity standing at 80%. You're tuned to RTHK if the time is 5 past 11. More on our top story now. Lawmaker Gary Zhang says he's not too worried about checkpoints becoming overcrowded in the initial stage of the border reopening.
1: Technically, we will have any problem with the initial passenger flow between Guangdong and Hong Kong, because in the past, our checkpoints can handle like uh, 400,000 people in single direction per day. So I, I really don't think that the capacity of checkpoints will be a big issue. Because we can imagine that the tourists and also those daily return they will not recover so stage, I think there will be at most like uh, 30% or 40% of uh, passenger flow will come back in the initial few weeks.
0: Danny Lau, the honorary chairman of the Small and Medium Enterprises Association, says the body welcomes the reopening of the border, saying it will pave the way for the resumption of normal business activities. But he added that the number of business people crossing the border before the Lunar New Year holiday may not be too high.
1: Unless they have a very significant matters to handle uh, before Chinese New Year, then they will go back. Otherwise, because most of the, the workers, they already going back to their, their own city. So I don't think worthwhile to go back, especially now the pandemic in China is quite, quite serious at the moment. So I don't think, uh, businessmen will have a significant amount of number to, to go back for present.
0: The Hong Kong Housing Authority's Finance Committee has announced a projected surplus of approximately $5.7 billion for 2022 and 23, compared to last year's $9.8 billion. That's due to fewer home ownership scheme flats being assigned and an increase in relief measures. Chairman Chang Ka-Lok says the low surplus this year will not affect rental prices
1: think that it is really a reflection of that this year that we have really less of the HOS facts being assigned and then so therefore that we have really received less proceeds coming from the HOS. The other is the last couple of years, the Housing Authority have a lot of the relief measures and then to really to help out the tenants, therefore that there is really
0: effect on the surface. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has used his New Year's press conference to promise unprecedented efforts to tackle the country's declining birth rate, currently among the lowest in the world. Mr. Kishida promised to double the government budget for children by June. New policies will focus on more financial support for families, the lowest level since records began more than a century ago. The retail giant Amazon is to cut more than 18,000 jobs, a higher figure than previously announced. Most roles are going in Amazon stores, or in their services and technology teams across a number of countries. The BBC's Katie Silver has more.
1: Amazon was one of the darlings of the pandemic. Unable to go out, people stayed home, shopped online, and Amazon's share price soared. But last year, its shares halved in value and now, with recession looming, consumers are tightening their purse strings and the company is cutting back. Of the 18,000 job cuts announced today, most are roles in Amazon stores or in their technology and services team across a number of countries. It's about 6% of the company's 300,000-person corporate workforce.
0: The deadlock at the heart of U.S. government is continuing into the third day after the new Republican majority in the House of Representatives again failed to elect a speaker. Lawmakers will reconvene later for a seventh vote. Kevin McCarthy says there's been progress in late-night negotiations with right-wing rebels who've repeatedly voted against him. Jared Hill is a correspondent for CBS News.
2: In the beginning, there was a bit of the novelty, right, that this was the first time in 100 years that a House speaker was not easily elected. Now we're seeing more frustration from some members of the Republican Party, in particular, who are expressing concern over not being able to do things like meet with various members of President Biden's cabinet, not to conduct some of their traditional business. And so we are at the point now where they will continue, uh, it looks like, to try and vote and and see if they can come to a consensus on who a speaker should be. Heavy rain and
0: powerful winds are lashing coastal areas of northern California. More severe weather is expected in the coming hours as a result of a powerful storm system known as a bomb cyclone. Forecasters have warned of the risk of flooding and landslides. Bill Brown is the Santa Barbara County Sheriff. The other problem that we are anticipating uh, tonight is winds in the area of 50 to 60 miles an hour. That in and of themselves can be problematic, but with the saturation of the soil, the potential for trees coming down and the potential for increased rainfall in the foothill communities is of major concern. A newspaper report based on a leaked copy of an upcoming autobiography by Britain's Prince Harry has claimed it includes an accusation that his brother Prince William physically attacked him. The BBC's Johnny Diamond has the latest. Quite how fast and how
1: far the relationship between William and Harry fell is starkly illuminated in this leaked tale from Harry's soon-to-be-published memoir. Harry says that Prince William came to his home in 2019 to talk about their personal and professional lives, but that an argument soon ensued. He says that William described Meghan as rude, difficult and abrasive. He says that William lost his temper, that both men were soon shouting at each other, and that William grabbed at Harry's neck
0: and knocked him to the floor. The Palestinian health ministry says a teenage boy has been shot dead by Israeli forces after clashes broke out in the occupied West Bank. The Israeli military said gunmen had fired on soldiers during an operation to arrest two people in Nablus. Iranian state media say a revolutionary court has sentenced a teenager to death for allegedly leading anti-government protests in northern Iran. 18-year-old Arshia Takhtistan was convicted of arson and damaging public property in the county of Nashar. The judicial authority said he had confessed to leading rioters and had also provided material for foreign-based Persian-language media outlets. Mr. Takhtisan is the third teenager, teenager to be condemned to death in Iran this week. One of the winners of last year's Nobel Peace Prize has gone on trial in Belarus. Alex Bialitsky was a founder of the leading human rights group Vyazna and is being tried along with two fellow campaigners, Valentin Stefanovich and Vladimir Lopkovich. Colleagues say they're accused of tax offenses and helping groups which violate public order. Here's the BBC's Paul Moss. The Nobel Peace Prize Committee was in no doubt. Awarding the prize to Aless Bialyatsky, they described him as someone who devoted his life to promoting democracy. But Mr Bialyatsky wasn't around to receive the award in person. He's been held in a Belarus prison since being arrested last July, along with two other members of the campaign group he founded. Vyasnar has long been a thorn in the side of the Belarusian government, monitoring the arrest and torture of other human rights protesters. If found guilty, the three men face up to 12 years in prison former pope benedict XVI has been laid to rest in the grottoes of saint peter's basilica in the vatican after tens of thousands of mourners attended a requiem mass for him in saint peter's square pope francis led the service alongside his predecessor's coffin praising him for bestowing devotion on the catholic faithful Holding fast to the Lord's last words and to the witness of his
1: entire life, we too, as an ecclesiastical community, want to follow in his steps. We commend our brother into the hands of the Father. May those merciful hands find his lamp alight with the oil of the gospel that he spread and testified to for his entire life.
0: The head of the Russian Orthodox Church, Patriarch Kirill, has appealed for a truce over the the period from noon on Friday to midnight on Saturday when Orthodox Christians mark Christmas Day. A post on the church website says the patriarch's ceasefire request was to all sides in the internecine conflict, a phrase he has previously used to refer to Russia's war in Ukraine. The Football Association in England is condemning a rise in abusive chants at football grounds. There are calls for clubs w- which fail to tackle such chants to be fined or have points docked. Some chants referenced the 1989 Hillsborough Stadium crush. The BBC's Nick Garnett reports.
1: The sun was right, Your murderers, goes the chant. A reference to the Hillsborough disaster. This recording was made at Anfield when Manchester City played Liverpool last autumn. Abusive chants are also being heard elsewhere, at Old Trafford about the Munich Air disaster, and this week, homophobic chants directed towards Chelsea when they played at Nottingham Forest. Appeals to fans to stop have fallen on deaf ears. Margaret Aspinall, whose son James was killed at Hillsborough, says fining clubs and docking points is the only solution.
0: And to end the news, our top story once again. Hong Kong will resume quarantine-free travel with the mainland this Sunday. That's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3
1: Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time out of the mist, your voice is calling. Tis twilight time. When purple
0: colored curtains mark the end of day, I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time. And to one and all, a very good evening or good morning, depending on where you are on our little blue ball. Thanks for tuning into Twilight Time. Forty-five minutes of music from a bygone era, just to kick back and relax to it, especially you've had a bit of a day. If you'd like a song, Radio Pete at Gmail is the email address as we start off tonight with a song from The Bachelors. Together, at last, that's my
1: lifetime.
2: I wouldn't
0: trade you for the world. The sea. As in the sea. All the treasures of the kingdom. That's how much you mean to me. You fill all my sweetest dreams.
1: I wouldn't trade you for the world
0: Look so no one can intrude I feel romantic And the record
1: changes Automatic baby Sweetheart We've hurried through our dinner Hurried through the dance Left before the picture show was through Why did we hurry through the dance to
2: leave some time for this to hug a hug and kiss